I think Fang Runin would actually be disqualified like immediately. Like I feel like they would just be like, "You're messing up the whole like." Because she was like, "I'm gonna just light everyone. I'm on just fire. gonna light everyone and on fire." It's supposed to be like a multiple day event. Yeah, and- it's supposed to get all this money and stuff. And if it just ends on the first day, then obviously the sponsors and the the people who run the Hunger Games are gonna be like, "Yeah, nah, like you yeah. can't be here." All right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast. My name is Marissa, and I'm here with my friend Megan, where we talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis. How are you today, Megan? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Was that a better intro? <laughs> yes, you said your name. Said my name. You said my name. Yeah. And you said what this is. Yeah. yeah. Check, check, check. That's all you Congratulations. need. Congratulations. You did, I did it. a good job. Pat on the it. back. Yeah, that's good. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. So anyways, I was literally anyways, <laughs> anyways, on to the next part because I want to talk about myself for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> OK, so you know how I ordered that book box? Yes. And I was like so excited. And then it like said it got delivered to this random address, like in a completely different province than where we live. And I was like really sad. Yeah. So I like messaged the company and then they're like yeah so turns out you just got a random um like tracking number <gasps> so it wasn't even mailed yet <laughs> so it won't get mailed till like this coming tuesday after we record this they were just like here's somebody else's package yeah that's so weird it's so weird so like hopefully the people who got that package are the people who needed it but it was just like, she's like, I don't, they're like, I don't know how that happened. Like, why you would have got this random tracking number for this, whatever, who knows what it was. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, it'll Wild. be sent out on Tuesday and I'll get a new tracking number. Wow. Okay. It was very interesting. It was it was kind of a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. For about a week there. Well, at least the good news is it's not lost. Yeah, exactly. The bad news is not sent yet. <laughs> no, it's not sent yet. It's definitely taking a little longer than I expected, but yes. I, you know, I'm still excited. Yeah. Yeah. So good times. Oh, well, you know what? I do love that it's going to be coming soon and it didn't get Me lost. Me too. So that's all good things to take away from this. Yeah. I was like, for a minute there, I was like, I'm never ordering a book box ever again. Like, this, this is the worst experience of <laughs> yeah. my life. It's like, I'm over it. oh well i'm glad it all worked out that being said okay so i'm gonna like pull back the curtain here a little bit so we record we we were we're recording this one not on our usual week yeah so we're recording it early good job for us for being ahead of schedule yeah being prepared for once (laughs) so we're actually not going to talk about our most recent reads because there's not that many of them Mm -hmm. and we want to save it for the next one and so that's what we're going to do so we're reading things. Yeah. Continuing on kind of with the things we were reading from the last episode. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for that. Yeah. I think that's... Does well that sum summed, it up okay? Yeah. Well summed okay. up. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. I've done two good things today. Good job. Wow. <laughs> I summarized you. something really nicely and I did a better intro. So you know what? We're golden. We're, we're good. We're doing great here. All right. Shall we just dive right into our topic? Yeah. Let's go for it. So this was a fun one. So this was a question that 
was about questions, which I love. So the question was, what questions have we always wanted to ask each other that are book related? Mm -hmm. And I think the funniest thing about this is normally we we don't, you know, fully share what we're going to share on the podcast. Yeah. But we do kind of outline, oh, I'm going to be maybe talking about this book. Like, I think you might also be talking about this book. Or we kind of just go through the books or some general notes and we check in to make sure that we're kind of on the same track. And we didn't do that this time because we were like, this should be what we want to ask each other. And also, yeah. I don't want to give you any warning. <laughs> yeah. Put, put us on the spot. Put us on the spot. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we kind of discussed it a little bit before that we, we were like... Yeah, we don't really know if we're on the same track. So yeah. these would be very different, like, toned questions. Yeah. But I think that's fine because it, it was what do we want to ask each other. Yeah. And, like, it'll... Yeah, I'll just, like, make it more fun and different. And, like, you know what? Yeah. We can always do this again another time because there's... We can always do it again. So many questions out there. All right. So who do you want to start? Do you want me to start or should you? Um, let's see. The person who should start is the person who has read the most books. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think that might be me. Oh, shoot. You go. Okay, so my first one, I, I started off really uh, fun. So okay. this is like my, my really fun question. Mm -hmm. uh, so who do you think would win a Hunger Games situation oh. between Katniss Everdeen, mm -hmm. Sabrielle, Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm -hmm. Hermione Granger, mm -hmm. or Fang Runin. Hmm. <laughs> so I uh, Buffy's the throw-in, so she's technically from books, so it counts. Yeah, but I I definitely. So here's the thing. Okay, so first saw obviously Katniss because she's done it once or twice before, so she would win the whole thing. If they were the only... Okay, so if all of them were all in the Hunger Games together, yeah. Fang Runin would probably just burn everyone down. Yeah, okay. So, you know, is I was, that cheating? Probably. I was thinking Sabriel because how do you fight the necromancer in death games? That's And I'm assuming one. like it's like kind of a big... Uh, arena like that's what I was kind of thinking like yeah very similar to the one that we see in the movie yeah for the Hunger Games mm -hmm. like the first time mm -hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking so I was thinking there's places to hide there's definitely places to run away right which I think Sabriel that's where she lacks mm -hmm. and then I feel like Buffy's the wild card I feel like Buffy would like surprise everyone because it's yeah. just like yeah she's like probably the most like martial artists yeah like one out of all of them and so she would be good with like combat and stuff but then you have to think like what there are all these other like mutated elements of the hunger games yeah. that are like tricky and if you don't know like katniss would know you know like what's poisonous or yeah. like she would know like the sounds of like the mocking jay or the jabber jay like she would know all these little things because like that's the world she lives in and stuff like that yeah plus she knows more about the hunger games she would in know general. in general and then so playing up the sponsors and stuff might yeah, be something that she she's more able to good do. At. I think Fang Runin would actually be disqualified like immediately. Like I feel <laughs> like they would just be like, you're messing up the whole like. Because she was like, I'm going to just light everyone I'm on fire. I'm just going to light everyone on fire. it's supposed to be like a multiple day event. Yeah, it's supposed to get all this money and stuff. And if it just ends on the first day, then obviously the sponsors and the, the people who run the Hunger Games are going to be like. 
Yeah. No. Like, you yeah. can't be here. Um, who else did we have? We had Hermione. Hermione, if she had her magic, she could do... She has her magic. So, I, I'm assuming everyone has their thing. Their thing that they're, that they're known for. I think she would do... Or they can pick it up from the cornucopia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. can pick up her wand. Yeah. I think if she gets her wand, she would do really well. Yeah. I think that her biggest downfall is I don't think she'd be, like, super willing to kill. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think that that would be the biggest obstacle in her way. I think she would really struggle, like, if they had... I can't remember what the name of it... It might be the Jabberjay. I don't know. But the one that has, like, the sounds of their loved ones. Yeah, that was the Jabberjay. I'm yeah. Sure. I think she would struggle if that was one of the obstacles. Right. And yeah, I think that would be the hardest because she would be like for sure willing to go like save them or investigate. But then also she is smart enough that she might be like she might realize kind she of might what's be happening. like, hey, that's not right. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, so you're just going Katniss because she's been there. before. I just feel like Katniss is that's the well, most I, well-rounded. I out feel of like I feel like that's so funny because all the other ones have like magical powers in yeah. some way. Like Buffy is literally like magically stronger than everyone else, <laughs> and Zabriel can like has these bells that control death. And, yeah. Like, but you're like, no, Katniss has got this. I just think she could like outsmart them in yeah. various ways. I think it, she'd like be surprisingly. She's a, she's enough. She's cutthroat enough to yeah. do it but also smart enough to i feel like hide until she needed yeah to. and i feel like buffy would really like i think she would really not enjoy killing I'm, people too like she's not really like the person that like yeah she doesn't kill people right she kills vampires. yeah so i think like that would be hard on her and yeah i think like overall like and Katniss's i was like also maybe assuming that there was like other people like there's like still the career like it's them yeah. plus yeah and i feel like buffy would be like bold enough to also get killed by like the careers yeah like because she would score like a i don't know the highest mark they can get but she would get the highest mark oh for she sure for sure and she wouldn't think it was a bad thing yeah whereas everyone else was like oh you're gonna you're kind of done here yeah yeah i feel like fang runin might get killed by the capital yeah. By the sound of it. From the sound of it, she's just like too much of a wild card that I think that they would be like, we can't have you here. Yeah. They would be like, yeah. oh my goodness, she fell into a sinkhole that randomly appears. Yeah. That's so like, tragic. Oh no, so sad. <laughs> oh well. And then her picture's in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, it. that's so sad. <laughs> that's a good question though. Thank you. That's tricky. That one's tricky, yeah. All right. Well, mine's... um. I don't know. We'll see. So you're you're gonna need your story graph okay. app for this one. Yeah, I got it open. All right. So if you could only read one book from your five starred reviews for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Oh my god. <laughs> I should have known this was gonna be <laughs> in there. It's cause you just I know that when you have five stars that they're like They're they're very special to yeah. me. <laughs> I am I'm also like I'm a pretty sentimental and like I like my things. Like, yeah. yeah. So I definitely, yeah, this one's actually hard. So right now, I'm just going to name them. Um, so it's I'm Afraid of Men by Vivek, Vivek Shreya, Damsel by Elena Arnold, uh, These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams, Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi, The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green, and Persuasion by Jane Austen. And I... <laughs> I'm like sweating here. All right. So I think it it really goes like immediately down to the Anthropocene Reviewed and Persuasion. Okay. Because, and for kind of very different reasons, I like, I, I love John Green with my whole heart. And this is like the best thing I've ever read from him. 
I feel like I might have to go with the Anthropocene Reviewed actually because now I'm looking at it and I'm like the, the like amount of hope that that book gave me mm-hmm. like I feel like I can't not be able to ever pick it up again yeah and I think that that's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a quick yeah that's gotta be it like everyone else is in there for different reasons but the like amount of hope and like introspection about life and like identity and meaning like I don't it would be hard to find something that would like ever replace that Mm -hmm. I think that that's that's got to be my answer I like it and I was kind of expecting that yeah I feel like that was like kind of expected but yeah I mean it is the answer so yeah no you know me well yeah (laughs) and uh yeah no I'm I'm glad you answered it. I was a little worried you were gonna be like, can't answer it. Can't answer. Sure. Oh, you know I I would have sat here for a while, but I would have I would have eventually given you an answer. Yeah, eventually. Okay, so my next question is whose autobiography uh do you wish you could read? So this was I was kind of thinking people who haven't published one, although if you want to take it like a fictional character route as well, like that I'm oh, open to that. Yeah, interesting. Um, but Whose autobiography do you wish you could read? Hmm. That's kind of got me, me making me think. Let's see. I'm just kind of like starting to get into autobiographies and stuff. Yeah. So it's and like, I do know like this is kind of something you've like dabbled in and really enjoyed. Yeah. So I was kind of curious. But I, I know there's like quite a few people. And I, I think this was kind of inspired by like Robin Williams because like mm-hmm. his book that came out about his life was a biography. And I, I just remember being like a whole bunch of people being like, I really wish it was an autobiography. And it's like, well, obviously that's. You can't. Yeah. I think like I, I think I would go along the route of that is just like someone who passed away that like. I like really appreciate it as like an actor or something. So like Heath Ledger, like I don't mm. know if he has one, but I think like something from him would be super interesting. Yeah. Or I don't know, like I'm not like Kurt su- Cobain, like yeah, like that would be super interesting. I don't know, like I'm not into like you know like love Oprah Winfrey, like love all these people, but I feel like they're so like in the media and stuff all the time. Anyways, that it's just yeah. like I have no interest in reading about their lives, even though they are like incredible people. Yeah, but yeah, like people that have been like. Who else was was it? I want to say not Britney Snow. Was it Britney Snow? Um, no, no, I don't think so. She was in a. Well, she was a, one of the actresses. I gotta look her up. But she was in a movie with like uh, Ashton Kutcher, and she she passed away really young. Um, Britney Murphy. Do you remember Britney Murphy? Britney Murphy. Oh yes, yeah. Like she's someone that I like loved watching. Um, she was in um. I want to say it was called Uptown Girls, or at least that was the song in it. Yeah, that was, uh, it was, um, yeah, Uptown Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like, I think that would be really interesting to hear about her life, like what happened in it, like what led her to like, you know, like she passed away like super young. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I don't know. I would say probably... I mean, it's not like a hundred percent in it, like a definite no, no, answer, no, but no, no, definitely. No. But like, like we're, I'm asking you this on the spot, so like yeah. obviously this is like the best you can give. Yeah. Moment, <laughs> but I think that that's a good answer. Yeah, I would, I would take that one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I feel like Heath Ledger or like any of the ones you mentioned, I would be interested in reading as well. So I think that mm-hmm. you actually you brought up some really good ones. Yeah, because so. it's just like those like lives that you're like they have so much potential and like. Like what happened here? And yeah, like what when, happened? Yeah. Like I just want to hear your story because you never got to tell it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Oh, now I want those autobiographies. <laughs> yeah. and now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so my next one 
is uh, kind of more of just like an easy kind of fun one here. Okay. Uh, would you rather read one book drawn out over a year or have one month to read as many books as you want, but not be able to read for the rest of the year? I think I'd go the month. Yeah. Yeah. I would like, all of I would like prep my work so that I don't have to do a lot of work during that month and I would cancel every plan I have. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I can like pick the month so I can just pick a month where I don't mm-hmm. have like birthdays and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just like bunker down because I think also like this is how I kind of do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's that far-fetched and I, I feel like if I just like locked in and just read it, I would I would think about those for the rest of the month anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like one book over a year is a, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. And it, yeah. Like to be fair, you could do like those ones that have like a bunch of books in one, like a series in one. And then yeah, it's like really, just like really, (laughs) here's my 4,000 page one book. Yeah. You can do that. (laughs) I feel like even for me, like when a book takes me a month, I'm like over it by that month. Yeah. So like something for a year. I'd be like, I'd rather just not finish I mean, you it. could take it like two ways, like either, but like, I feel like you'd be like making notes and then it's like, like, cause you'd want to like get the most yeah. out of it. Cause it's like the one book. Nah. Yeah. You got to go as many books as. Yeah. Just read them all and read them as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would even take like a, a like two weeks. If I only had two weeks, I would take that over the one book a year. Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. My next question, if you could only read one book format from here out, which would you choose between audiobooks, ebooks, and physical books? I would say mm. ebooks. Yeah, would be my just because I know I can like have a bunch in, in my hand. Yeah. Like at once and I can download them anytime anywhere. It's a little bit more versatile. More versatile. Um I can get like library books through there. Mm-hmm. I can get like sick deals on there i mean you can get sick deals at like the bookstore but i don't know like i think like that's just more yeah that's just like makes more sense to me audiobooks yeah. are too long yeah like i have to have like something to do where i can listen to them yeah so like i mean if that was the case like i guess anytime i'm like doing chores doing whatever i would have the audiobook playing but yeah. i f- just feel like those are more of a commitment whereas like an ebook they'll take me just as long as a physical book physical books are just like I would, f- I don't know, like I'm just, sometimes I'm just lazy. I don't want to go to the bookstore and I don't want to yeah. go to the library and it's I don't. It's convenient. E-books yeah. are convenient. I'll give you that. This was kind of what I was expecting yeah. you to say. I did expect you to be like, I would miss the audiobooks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Just because you're starting to get into them a little I bit more. I would miss them and it, they are nice for like long drives and stuff like yeah. that. But I've also been spending my whole life without audiobooks so so you could like you'd be like oh that was a fun period of time where i got to do that yeah that was good whatever let's move on move on yeah (laughs) all right all right so the next one i have so um (laughs) so i'll pose the question and if you need some guidance because you can't think of something on the spot just just let me know because i had a couple options but is 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 there a character you would love to meet or be friends with is there a character I would love to meet or be friends with? Hilariously, the first thing that came to mind, because I'm re-watching the original 90s Sailor Moon right now, Yeah, is uh, Sailor Pluto. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know why I love Pluto so much. I feel like she's like 
She's like the wise one. Mm-hmm. And also the like she's just so because she's got this thing with time and everything. Like I just feel like she's so in- interesting. Mm-hmm. And she's so committed to whatever she's doing. Like she's in the in the manga and in the anime, she's told to just stand by the door of time and that's that's it. She just has to stay there by herself and she's like, this is my duty. I will not be leaving. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's like not even a question. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like that's, it's intense, but I like kind of want to meet that person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to lock that in as like my final answer. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but I do think that would be interesting. I think there's a couple others, but they kind of come with more, I don't know, like they're like harder to convince myself to me because they're a little bit like unpredictable or something like that mm-hmm. i think like a lot of them i would just be really jealous of because i'm like you have like cool magic powers and yeah yeah i don't you'd be like the jealous friend and that uh, like, i don't want to be the jealous yeah. who wants to be the jealous friend in that yeah, situation they'd right? be like what's wrong with marissa she isn't being nice to me lately <laughs> it's like being the ron weasley yeah of the group. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. you don't want that <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, and I'm trying to think of like, and then like the classic novels that I really love, like, I just don't think they'd mesh well in the modern day world necessarily. So I don't know if I would actually want to be like friends with them or if I'm content to just read their stories. I'm going to lock in Sailor Pluto. Okay. That's good. You know, that's kind of like not what I would have expected, (laughs) but I'm, I'm, I'm committing to it now because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I would, it would be cool. That would be fun. I think like the whole like Sailor gang. Yeah, like I you could probably neat. pick almost any of them. I I don't think um uh Minako, so like that's Sailor Venus would be like my top one. Mm-hmm. And uh Saturn is a little intense. Mm-hmm. Hataru, so no, like she's like her ability is she destroys things. Like that's I <laughs> I don't I don't really need you here yeah it's like we don't need things just to be destroyed i feel like mars would be fun but like she's also like depending on which version of her you get Mm. because there's definitely a difference in the 90s anime it might be uh maybe like like a little bit of a love hate friendship there Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. but yeah so i'd go with pluto but i think any of them right is like kind of up there yeah be kind of fun I also feel like I wouldn't be jealous of them. Sorry. I just feel like that. Because, <laughs> like, also, that in. I, like, it's, like, an ability where, like, they do cool things, but also they are all about to die for their queen at any given moment. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. you can have that. Yeah. It's like you guys are under a lot of stress. Like, you're, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, I'll be here supporting you, but also yeah. I'm Cheering you on. I'm I'll pour you a cup shoes. of tea after yeah. you. <laughs> do your fights that's all we need yeah exactly good good friendship there perfect all right so this one's interesting (laughs) so has there ever been a book i recommended to you that you wish i hadn't recommended to you (laughs) Mm. so i was looking at the books that i've read because like you kind of i did i did did this was give me a warning i did give you a warning about this one because it was the only one that we warned each other about uh but yeah, I did warn you about this yeah. one because I was like, I feel like you might have to think. Yeah. Yeah. So did I, did you have to think about it hard? I, I, a little bit. Like I just looked through like books I've read that I was like, hey, what was this one that Marissa gave yeah. me or recommended? Um, And none of them were like, I guess that harsh that I was like, 
really regret- I really wish I had never read yeah, this. Yeah, because or else I probably wouldn't have, like, finished it or... Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, like, I think there's been a few that you've recommended that I just haven't read yet just because I'm not, like, interested yeah. in reading it yet, but that doesn't mean I won't like it. But the one that kind of stood out to me was Gods of Jade and Shadow by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Which is so surprising to me because I remember you, and, like, it's totally fine that this was not your fave. Yeah. But I do remember being, like, so surprised yeah. that you didn't like it. And the thing is, I still give it, like, four stars. No, no. Like, and when I say didn't like, yeah. I mean didn't love. Like, yeah. you didn't love it. Yeah. Like, that, I do feel like that was a miss. It was, yeah. Like, I was really excited about it because, like, you were talking about it and you made I it. might have overhyped it. You might have. But also, I just think, like, uh, maybe I wasn't in the right headspace to read it at the time. Because yeah. I remember that one did take me a long time to read. Like, it yeah. was, like, one of those four-weekers and, like... I just really couldn't get into like the first half of the book and I just like I don't know like it just wasn't anything like overwhelmingly intriguing about it for me like I I did like like the setting and like it's definitely like a beautiful world and book and stuff like that but yeah I was just like you know what like that was four weeks of my life I could have been reading a different something book. else <laughs> you know what I'll accept that <laughs> I feel like that's not surprising to me yeah. that that was the one. I'm glad that that was the worst one I ever gave you. Yeah. Like, you know what? There hasn't been any, you know, like I've picked up books myself that have been terrible. So <laughs> like I've recommended worse books to my Yeah. Yeah. So we're in a good place with that one. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. So the next one is, what is your favorite romance written by Jane Austen? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to have some tricky ones here. Oh, my gosh. I don't. I got to like pull them all up in front of me so I can they can just judge me as they judge yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. All right. So, <laughs> I will still say the only one I haven't read is Mansfield Park. Okay. So, out of the ones you've read. Yeah. Um and that's not even true. There's another one, but that's fine. So, oh, this is like it's just so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're really coming down to like Pride and Prejudice, Emma, Persuasion. And Sense and Sensibility. Okay. What? I would say Sense and Sensibility was definitely my least favorite. Okay. How come? Um, it just... It, I think it had so much potential. And then the, the way, like... I don't know. It was just so fast at the end that it just, like, didn't... I wanted way more mm-hmm. out of it. And... They just didn't like it just I I wasn't allowed to like sit with the couple enough and they didn't have like that like huge moment. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of more of like a slow burn kind of thing. And so that was that was not my favorite. Um, And I just and I think that was her first one, if I'm remembering correctly anyway. And I really think she uh, did a lot better moving forward. So like it's still really good. It's just definitely not my fave. Mm hmm. I think Pride and Prejudice is like it's hard to like say anything bad about because it's like so popular, but I actually don't think it's like my favorite. I think it's it's a really good one and I want to reread it here soon cuz like I haven't read it in a couple years, but it just it was good and it was as good as I was expecting, but I just don't think it like went above what I was expecting, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so we're down to Persuasion and Emma, which, like, makes me really itchy. Um, <laughs> I'm a little uncomfy now. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so what I love about Emma is I love the absolute 
like character growth that becomes the focus of the book and the fact that because of that character growth is how she realizes um like who she's actually in love with and um her ability to like kind of give up on that or or imply that she would give up on that love for for her friend Mm -hmm. um because she couldn't break her friend's heart and so like that is a really sweet moment what i love about persuasion is that it's really really it's a really really concise story and i just love the moment in which you realize that they're in love with each other (laughs) (laughs) and i actually am just realizing that that's it yeah so it's persuasion i think persuasion is when you really appreciate if you've and this sounds a little snotty and I'm not meaning it like that, but I feel like if you've read a lot of Jane Austen, you kind of appreciate that she takes a different route mm-hmm. to the romance. And it's also like the, I mean, older woman in the story. She's like 28. It's like <laughs> so old. <laughs> so old. <laughs> but she's, and she's talking, it's like that missed romance mm-hmm. and that missed love. And to be honest, I didn't really know like, I figured she was going to end up with the guy that she'd had this missed opportunity with, but she does a really good job of deflecting away from that, that you are kind of like, oh, I think it might just be how they weren't right for each other. Like, it could have been that story, and I would have believed it and, like, fallen in love with all the other characters as well. And the moment where she realizes that, like, he is still in love with her is really beautiful because, like, he hands her this note and he's like shaking and like and he like is writing it in the room while she's talking about something else and it's just like the the moment of reveal was so good Mm -hmm. yeah i'd have to go persuasion out of out of all of them okay like that i did give it five stars so there you go yeah it's like you know i've kind of expected that again yeah (laughs) i think it's a close call with emma Mm -hmm. i just i think I think I liked the like maturity and persuasion a little bit more. Mm-hmm. As much fun as Emma is to read. Yeah. Good answer. That was a good question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was I wasn't expecting that one, but as soon as you said it, I was like, absolutely not. We're not doing <laughs> yes. this. <laughs> and next question, please. <laughs> All right. So in line with my last question, what is the best book I have ever recommended to you? It really made my questions about me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how good is Marissa recommending books? Um, okay. Really not my intention, but I did want to, I feel like I recommend you a lot of books and I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious. Mm. Well, give you me. probably need a second. Yeah, give I me a sec. I didn't warn you about this one, so that's okay. I, I think the other reason I really wanted to rec- uh, ask this question is because like I started thinking of all the books you've recommended to me mm-hmm. and like there's definitely a, uh, a like a, like there's definitely a, it's it's a gradient. It is it is a scale. Yeah. What what's why don't you But like have... the best one I think I would have to say is Sabrielle because mm-hmm. like I really do think it changed my perspective on a lot of other books moving forward. Like it was something it became like a thing to compare to. Yeah. And because I didn't trust you with it at all. And I think that that was the funniest (laughs) part about that. Yeah. Because we were younger, too. So, like, to be fair. But, like, you handed me this ratty copy of this book. And it was ugly. (laughs) And I'm so sorry. But I was like, this is not going to be good. Like, this is going to be, like, some... 
like overhyped story. Like I just like immediately was like, okay. And then I read it and I was <laughs> I was so in love with it. I reread it, I think, a couple times before I gave it back to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like so sad to give it back to you. So it would definitely be Sabrielle. I think you've recommended a lot of good books. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's necessarily the best quality of book, but I think that that was the best one you ever recommended in a moment that I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say probably the best one. I mean, you've recommended, obviously, quite a few good ones, but I would say Lore Olympus would be probably yeah. up there because it was kind of like the first like graphic novel I really like read and was like, oh, like this is what... Oh, it can be fun. It can be fun. It can be beautiful. It can be like these really diverse characters and stories and like all the stuff that I didn't really like think graphic novels to be only because I've never really read them. Not that mm-hmm. I didn't think they could be, but just like, yeah. So I think like you kind of got me into like a whole, you know, like community with that one. <laughs> I, I did. I pulled you into like yeah. a lot of stuff with that one. Yeah. So I would say that was definitely like that was probably like the most impactful. I feel like that and Sabrielle are both books we wouldn't have picked up ourselves, mm-hmm. which I think is where it like really like that's that's why having like a community of readers is another way to put it. But like a, a good like a best friend who reads is so much fun because mm-hmm. like I never would have looked at Sabrielle and been like, this is going to be a gem. Yeah. Like you had to hand it to me. And to be honest, like, yeah, I wasn't expecting a lot out of it. But I trusted you at the same time. Like, even as I was like, I don't think this is going to be good. I was like, well, it has to be somewhat good. Like, there has to be something redeeming in it. Yeah. Because, like, Megan really likes it. And, like, Megan's not going to hand me a terrible book. (laughs) Yeah. So, it was just, like, a moment of trust. And I really liked that, too. So, And I think that's, like, yeah, how you got me on Laura Olympus and how you were just describing the relationship in it. Yeah. And, like, how it was just, like, a healthy yeah relationship and it was like something at the time that i was just like yeah that's like what i need like i just want to read about like at the time you had been complaining i do remember you had been complaining about reading a lot of books where it was just like super toxic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you would expect hades and persephone to be a little bit toxic yeah so it was nice it was refreshing yeah very refreshing so yeah definitely would say what was definitely one of the top all right i'll I'll take it yay all right all right so (laughs) my next one which series ending did you like the least? Red Queen by oh. Victoria Aveyard or Divergent by Veronica Roth? No. Or, or is there any another one? But those were the top two that came to my mind. <laughs> How to tell which books I shit on the yeah. most. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Um, I think this is like almost a tough call and then like not a tough call once I start really thinking about it. Like on the surface, I think I complain about them the most and they both pissed me off in a very like (laughs) similar way because it was both of them being like, I don't like that I feel like I'm being actively manipulated by the author Mm -hmm. and I felt it and you you can't feel it. Like it has... Yeah, listen, you gotta, <laughs> you, you can't feel it as a reader because you just, you're done. Yeah. And I did feel that way a little bit with both of them, but I think Allegiant was much worse. I and think I that's think, fair. Yeah. I think the ending of, and I think the really disappointing part, although Red Queen kind of did this too, so I don't know. <laughs> I think the disappointing part with both of them is they both totally missed the mark of a dystopian world. Mm-hmm. And they just thought it was like a fun playground. And mm. I think that that's what 
pisses me off to this day about both of them. Because, like, that's why Red Queen being based off of, like, an actually, like, dystopian society made me so mad because she tried to hide it Mm. through the first two books. And it's like, if you're going to have a conversation about a dystopian society, you're commenting on our world. And she wasn't doing that, but she was like, look at how clever I am. But also, like, I didn't really try to hide it that much. And that just made me mad. And then it was like the very, like, democracy is good ending. Like, that, I think <laughs> it was like such a cop out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. either, like, like, it was like, oh, we're going to like move into a democratic society where people vote in. And I was like, it's not one, it's not that simple. And two, like, is that actually like going to change anything in this world? Because I don't think it is. And I think you took a cop out that's like hard to argue with like because it's 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 easy to be like well democracy is good and you can't argue with me because what do you not believe in democracy you don't want freedom like it was like a freedom thing and i was like all right you wrote uh (laughs) like you were all about like kings and queens like i thought this was like a medieval fantasy with magic like i didn't want this Mm -hmm. and that's not what i was picking it up for but allegiant was just like so so bad yeah. i think like because i haven't finished either series but i think neither on, like, worth it yeah well i if i had to choose i think i would probably go with red queen if i had to finish it yeah i don't know that's, no, just no, that's, based what, on what that's how i said. feel because i feel like a lot of people i've recommended the start of the series to yeah. and then i've been like you don't have to finish it kind of thing but i would still recommend the start of the series mm-hmm. and that's where i'm saying like i think the ending of divergent actually completely ruined the entire thing yeah because it proved that um veronica roth i don't think understood mm-hmm the comments she was making about society because of how she ended it and it just like kind of just took away from the entire thing yeah plus that ending was freaking like radioed (laughs) out the entire third book it was so exhausting knowing that this girl was gonna die yeah and then them playing like oh is she isn't she and you're like she is Mm -hmm. just kill her it's okay Mm -hmm. but like you're trying to make me sad about it and i just i was like i honestly think if i was to read that today for the first time i might not have finished the third book yeah that's fair because i would have just been like i actually am so upset right now yeah yeah no totally so you would say that's i would say that one's worse although it is a little bit of a close close call yeah I think feel like Red Queen, you have to break down more to hate. Yeah. Whereas like you can just read it and be like, oh, that was not a great ending and then move on with your life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you obsessively think about it, it gets worse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I hate it. Yeah. But yeah, I think Divergent is like, it's just bad. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. My next question. If you had to burn all the copies of one book you've read, Ooh. which book would you pick? And why? That's like very aggressive. Yeah. Um, when? But see, the nice thing about this question is I asked it and you're like, that's a little aggressive. But you didn't not have a book you thought of, right? Like there was a couple that popped in as. Yeah. But now I'm like, now I got to figure out yeah. which ones. I will say. So mine is. Uh, let me just double check the. The name of this one i've talked about it like a few times uh it's dinner with a vampire by Ab- abigail gibbs yeah 
And this was the one where, like, there was, like, lots of sexual assaults. There was lots of playing with, like, consent. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just, like, don't know how you read this and don't think it's just a red flag. <laughs> like, it is a red flag. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if, you know what, if I had to take one book out of this world, it would be that one. Although maybe it's it ends with choice. us by Colleen Hoover is mm, a close second. I want to burn that one and I haven't even read it. <laughs> uh, so I have one that yeah first kind of came to my mind it's called paper princess by aaron watt okay and it's like part of the royal series and like when i picked it up i had this like idea well it's it's put it it is a young adult yeah so i read it when i was like i don't know 16 17 i don't know when i read it and yeah it was the least young adult book i have read when as when I was a young adult, it's basically like so there was like some sexual themes in it that I was not expecting. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how like explicit to get, but it was basically like she somehow like accidentally got drugged or like there was like a weird scene. Okay. And so basically the whole point of the book, and I'll come back to that scene, but the whole point of this series was that she her parents die or something and she gets like adopted into this really rich family or whatever and then there's oh my like god you've all talked about these this brothers book. yes yeah. and then of course there's this one a-hole brother who is around her age and just treats her like crap but she's like really attracted to him obviously obviously and then so anyways there's this one night she like is drugged or whatever and she's like incredibly like horny is the word like i have no <laughs> i have no other, no word. other word and this brother that like well i shouldn't say brother because that sounds like they're related but they're not related at the all adopted brother the adopted brother or the like whatever they are like helps her with that mm-hmm. um anyways so and it wasn't like intercourse or anything like that but it was still like weird still weird it was weird and i was like this kind of seems like there's zero consent in this situation because she's drugged yes and he thinks he's doing a good deed for her and it was just like so uncomfy and like and it ended weird too like the first book i'm pretty sure that that guy ended up like being caught in bed with his like stepmom so there was that and then there's multiples in this book. So I'm like, how, first of all, how is this a young adult book? Yeah. And like, just second of all, what the heck did I just read? What the heck is going on? Yeah. Like, I don't like this. So that one, I would burn every copy. I don't think people need to read that. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think that was necessary. Yeah. I think just, and like, I've seen it on a few people's, like, they have read it and they have liked it and they recommended if you, like, they actually recommended if you want, like, more of a spicy book. And I'm like, this was literally catered towards young adults. Yeah. And you're like, now it's like a spicy book. And I'm like, that's uncomfy. I just feel uncomfy with that. And I just hope that, you know, like what if you're sure if you're at least 18 years old, then go ahead. Mm. And maybe you'd be like, at least know the themes going into it. A lot of I think there's lots of trigger warnings and like uncomfy things, but that would be it. If that answered your questions, I think I kind of went a little bit. I think into it's good. <laughs> I think we have time for about two more questions each, maybe. Oh, um, okay. So just so you know, so maybe maybe pick the next one carefully. Carefully. Hmm. Who do you think would win in a fight? Wu Siten from Iron Widow. Okay. Or Manon from Throne of or Throne of Glass. Yeah. Series. I don't know. I, I kind of was like, who do I think would be 
a good man. I think Wu is at a serious disadvantage because she does have a disability. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Manon would rip out her throat in her sleep. I think Manon would not live long after that, given the people who are in love (laughs) with Wu. I think that would be a problem for her long term. Yeah, it would be like a suicide mission, basically. I don't think that would work out well for her. But I think between the two of them, I'm going to go Manon. Okay. Um, she's gonna she's gonna rip out her throat. Yeah. Okay. And and then she's going to suffer. And then she's gonna suffer after yeah. that. So she's kind of just like doing it to herself. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> they both die, but Wu die first. Dies yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Which character would you most love Susan Collins to focus on if she wrote another Hunger Games spinoff book? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say Finnick Odar, or is it Odair? How do you say uh, it? I think Odar. Odar? Odair? Odair? Maybe Odair. Odair sounds m- more correct. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be super interesting to hear more I think, about his life. I do think that's like a fan fave. Yeah. One that they really want more information about. I would say, yeah, that one for sure. I mean, I, I know I just read like the prequel and stuff with like Snow and... I don't know. There's like some characters in there that would be really interesting, but I think like, I don't know. I'd like to see more about Finnick before his Hunger Games because he was like, a, like this was what it was, it was his second time going through the Hunger Games when we yeah. meet him. Yeah. So yeah, like to maybe <clears throat> even see him through like the first Hunger the Games. The first one. I also think Hamish would be cool. Hamish would be super neat. Um, And then hot take, uh, Gail. Interesting. Like when? Like what? I don't part know. Of his life? I don't know. I don't. That would be up to 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 Miss 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 Mrs. I don't Ms. know. I don't know. It would be up to Collins. Yeah, that <laughs> is above my pay grade currently. Yeah. But I think I think it would be interesting maybe after everything mm-hmm. to see how he's dealing with the fact. And I actually again I'm I'm on Hunger Games TikTok, but I think <laughs> a lot of people are talking now about how like. You know, like he was also traumatized and he was also yeah. going through it. And so not that that excuses any of his actions, but people seem more willing to forgive other characters than him. And I was like, that's actually an interesting call out because I think that's true because he's responsible for Prim's death. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of people who, who write him off kind of. Mm-hmm. But I would I would be almost interested to see how he's doing maybe after everything because i don't think we need anything before Mm -hmm. or during Mm -hmm. because we know enough i think but after would be almost interesting to see what how he's how he's coping i yeah i agree with that that'd be really interesting i think too like some other honorable mentions would be effie trinket effie i think would be really cool effie would be cool um especially getting her perspective yeah and just like because i just i don't know i liked her character development a lot I think Caesar is the same. Caesar, which one was Caesar? Again? Uh, he was like the host, yeah, guy. Yeah, us. Uh, was it Cinna? I just like, oh, Cinna would be great. He would yeah. be really great. And honestly, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like she's so good at writing her characters. Like, I would be happy with like another, any character, any character, but like another villain, even or yeah. like like Madge. Madge, well, kind of interesting. Though. Madge would be interesting. Yeah, like yeah. just like any of those characters that have like 
been around a long time with the Hunger Games. Like, yeah. what have they seen? I think with Madge, you could really explore, like... Either her own game or yeah, her as a... Uh, I would like to see somebody, honestly, as a a coach or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool to see from their perspective. Because we get just a hints of it, but we don't mm-hmm. really necessarily see that. Anyway, that, that, was, that was my question. I want a book on with all of the characters. All of them. Get on it, Suzanne Collins. Start it now. Start writing and never stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm between like two questions for We you. might have time for both. Okay. So. so I'll start with the one. Okay. Um, which book had a bigger impact on you? <laughs> Ella Enchanted or The Seeing Stone by Kevin Crossley Holland? Oh, that's a really good one. I think so. The Seeing Stone is probably the reason that I have such an interest in like higher fantasy books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's actually like weirdly and i could explain this train of thought with more time but uh it's kind of the reason <laughs> i love lord of the rings so much because mm. like there's it's not really connected at all but that was what made me love those kinds of worlds but i think ella enchanted as a whole is probably more just because ella enchanted is was like the reason i and i, I like even as like a reader but also a writer is like changing up mm-hmm. stories that we're familiar with and i think that that was a really cool and it was really eye-opening to me to see how much you can change just by making one difference because it is the retelling of cinderella but the idea is that she has to be obedient and that changes everything because it gives her a reason to stay it gives her a lot more agency but she can't act on it so she does have this desire to like leave or you know escape but she can't Mm -hmm. and i think that that's a lot more interesting and also i i just i do really love that she like she breaks her own spell and like that kind of thing it was very like female focused and i really loved that Mm -hmm. like the the character the romance was really there to supplement the characters and it wasn't her whole story and i loved that yeah so i'd have to go ella and china but that's a close call <laughs> that's a hard one you, you got a lot of hard ones <laughs> uh so uh i'll go with this one so you're not a big reader which we've discussed but if you had a book which you want to read or do reread the most often what would it be other than sabriel oh dang it that was <laughs> my answer yeah um if i could reread a book gosh like there is a few because i am such a slow reader that like there is some that i'm like oh i wish i could go back and read that again yeah probably I would say like maybe the Truth Witch series by Susan Denard. Mm-hmm. I've talked about that one a few times, but that again, like that's such a like detailed world and like plot that I just yeah. like it's she has really nice like um like breakdowns and stuff on her website of each of the books. Yeah. Which I love because it's just like I do forget so much about it, but it would be nice to just like go back and read it and like mm-hmm. experience that again. Um, and then I think like another one would probably be um like the ones we're meant to find. I would love to like reread that again. Yeah. I think you should because I think you really enjoyed it. And like yeah. I think you would just pull out more. 
I think I would. I think that is like one of those books. And if I could, I would reread um, Green Grass Running Water. But I, I just don't know if you're going to have like I, the yeah, that one, endurance for that yeah, one. Yeah, that's an endurance read for sure. And it would just like, I just know that I would go back, read it and be like, ah, now I know. Yeah. Now I can make all yes. these connections and like really enjoy it. Which is a fun thing about rereading. But definitely I do get it if you're like a little bit of a slower reader, why that's yeah. like also not appealing at the same time. Yeah. So I, I, I would say those are kind of like, those are more like my recent reads. I'm sure there's like older ones that just aren't coming to mind right now. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good answer. Good question. All right. I think you have one last one. Yes. Is there a book I have not read that you absolutely think I need to? <sighs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and it has to be just one because I you definitely recommend a lot, which I appreciate. But if I if this was like the one book that I can't live without reading. Can't live without reading. Okay, I'm gonna this one's gonna take a second. Okay, that's okay. Your questions were really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so was four years or two. <laughs> Okay, so I have I have a couple. I'll give you a final answer, but I'm going to use the time to also <laughs> vouch for a couple books because okay, okay. <laughs> obviously I'm going to do that. I think um, Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sulin Tan is one that... And I don't... I'm, I'm really scared of overhyping this book because it is long and I know that that is um, something that can definitely pull you a little bit more out of a book. Mm -hmm. But I think I really loved how much adventure was in the book while it also being like a very beautiful, very vibrant world with a very beautiful and vibrant characters. And it had like just the right amount of romance to keep me pulled in without it being just about that, which is I know something that you really like when it's it's a little bit more adventure a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then obviously we have, with it being about the daughter of the moon goddess, it's very female-led. Um, and I really think you would enjoy that one. The the kind of more bigger drawback to it is is the length. It's It's over 500 pages. And so it is a commitment. I just think it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really nice about it is there is a, um, it is a duology, but I actually don't know where she's going with the, so I haven't read it yet, but I don't know where she's going with the second one. And so it kind of felt wrapped up in and of itself, which I did enjoy. Mm -hmm. I mean, cliffhangers are nice and everything, but I, I did like that it wasn't like a super big cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, where it didn't feel finished on its own. And then the other one I would say is Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik. So, and I, I think Daughter of the Moon Goddess would be my like number one vote. Spinning Silver is such a different take, but I don't actually think you would love the romance as much as I did. Like, I think it's more of a me romance yeah. than a you one um, because it is a little bit of like, enemies to lovers ask and it is a little bit um there's definitely toxicity in that mm -hmm. so like this is like a second one that i think you would really enjoy because of the fantasy world and like the level of fantasy that's put into it and the thought that's put into it but i i definitely like if i had to choose between the two it's daughter of the moon goddess also like i said i feel like anyone <laughs> who likes sailor moon would just kind of like it in a weird way because it does have this like just just the the aspects of talking about the moon and how they talk about the relationship and the mom and stuff. Mm -hmm. It just reminded me a little bit of um, when you're learning about like uh, Usagi's past and it felt like almost a little story 
could have been almost a little story about her past. And so I think that that's something you would really like because I also know you do dabble in Sailor Moon. So mm-hmm. I think that that would be the one I would say if I had to pick one. That would be. Which is killing me because I'm like, I could also say this one. <laughs> but I'm going to say that one. And that's one I, I actually think you would really like. Like, I think there's others that I would want you to read just because I think you would have interesting things to say about them or it would be really fun to like nerd out with you about them. Yeah. But I think that's the one that like you would take the most out yeah. of. And yeah, I think I agree with that one because it's like, I remember seeing it like in the bookstore yeah. and then when you got it, I was like so excited for you to read it yeah. and like, like let me know like your thoughts on it. And yeah, like I don't know, like if in a perfect world, I would just want to read every book that you've read <laughs> so we could talk about all of them. But, yes. <laughs> you know, I got to pick and choose. And so yeah, yeah. that's a good recommendation. Though. That's That's my top one. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was really fun. That was fun. Yeah. And there's like so many more questions I want to ask you. (laughs) Well, maybe we'll have to do a part two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I do think for now we should draw our next topic. All right. Let's do it. Get it nice and mixed up. Mm Okay. Okay. This one's not even a question, which I think is funny. So talk about, this is a demand. Talk about your favorite plot tropes with examples. And this is a question from Alicia. All right. Favorite plot tropes. All right. I feel like you have questions. I have. We can't. (laughs) I mean, you know, I won't won't ask them on this one. Yeah. So mostly, yeah, just any trope that's like plot heavy. Okay. I think there's some leeway with this one, mm-hmm. um, but I think we're like differentiating from like romance tropes yeah, and that kind of we've thing. Done, we've done that. So more of the like the big bad evil guy has, you know, the the monologue. Okay. Yeah. Or um, that sort of thing. Even that is more like almost like, I don't know. Like, I think we could go more into like the plot ask of it. Yeah. But that more would be specific. more of an example than like we're not doing like enemies to lovers kind of mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. um yeah we have a little bit more time to prep this one because we've recorded this one yeah. early so that'll so be good because i feel like helpful anytime alicia's questions come up they're a little intense they are alicia said you're working hard for this yeah it's like if you <laughs> want to do a podcast on books while well, you're gonna do a podcast about books yeah Damn so it. get so. your research done <laughs> all right uh, do you want to talk quickly about what uh, your upcoming reads might look like? And then we'll wrap this one up. Sure. So I think I mentioned in the last pack, p- podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I'm just making up words here, guys. It's um, time to end it. That's, that's, that's what that means. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm reading Some Kind of Animal by Maria Romasco Moore. Mm. And I'm about halfway through. Okay. And this might be... I'm just gonna put this out into the universe. <laughs> that is probably gonna be my lowest rated book. Ooh! So we'll we'll not enjoying, not loving it. Okay. Um, May you have a twist at the end that makes it all work. That's out. That's what I'm seriously hoping. Like I, I'm hoping it's not gonna be a regret of like I should have DNF'd when I thought I should have DNF'd it. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. So that's kind of going. It's going. Like it's not like it's not interesting, but it's just like yeah. It's weird. I'm just going to say that in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I don't 
I, you know, I'm just going to go with something that I'm just going to go with the flow, go with the flow. And when that's done, I'm well, going to read The Princess Bride for our book club. Yes. Yes. And then I think I want to read something that I know I want, like have been wanting to read mm-hmm. that I've heard is really good and kind of know the premise about instead of going into like blindly like I did with some kind of animal. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. So I'm going to be working on I Want to Get Hellbent by <gasps> Leah Bardugo yes. Red. And then I'm going to be doing the reread of The Princess Bride mm-hmm. because uh, while it is one of my favorite books, it, I haven't read it in a while. So just to talk up for a book club, I will be rereading that one. And then that's pretty much all I have kind of like looked at right now. And then if I feel so inspired, something else will obviously yeah. jump out at me. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for this one. If you're interested in the book club we mentioned or just being in a Discord server with a lot of other readers, go check out our Discord server. Uh, Link is in the description of this podcast. We also have an Instagram account at the book jar pod where we accept questions for our book jar. Uh, You can also just check out any of the photos and reels that we posted there if you want to do that instead. So go give us a follow on that platform. Otherwise, last thing we would ask for is if you're enjoying this podcast and you haven't done it already, we do ask and would appreciate if you took the time to leave us a review. It really helps our podcast go even further. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I guess just keep on reading. Yes. Yes. I, you know <laughs> will me, not play the band I, today. The, the temptation is real every time you say that. <laughs> well, I'm going to end it before Megan can start singing yes. to you. So thank you. And uh, yeah, have a great week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We also just accept if you want to hang out. <coughs> oh, God, are you okay? <laughs> did you hit the Heimlich? What did happen? I don't know. Just choked on your spit? <laughs> I just couldn't breathe for a second. <laughs> I, like, panicked. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, you were like, hey, my, is this outro good? Am I getting all the words? Jeez, and now it's pouring it's rain outside. It's like on top of everything. It's raining. Marissa's choking. <laughs> I almost had to do CPR. We're all good. Everything's fine. Howie's just chilling in his bed. He, like, didn't even he was like, eh, she's fine. <laughs> oh, okay.